glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, another reason that we find that people are afflicted and suffer sickness and disease many times is because of lack of knowledge. Even though they've been redeemed, like the Bible says in Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Lack of knowledge. God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Then there's another thing that I think that we need to talk about, and that's they fail to believe in the integrity of God's word. Now, when I say believe, I mean to believe with your heart. How many of you know that you can believe things with your heart you can't believe with your head? When the Bible says in 1 Peter 2.24 that who his own self bear our sins in his body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. Now, we'll all give mental assent to that. But do we give enough time to meditation to know what it really should mean to us as an individual? By his stripes we are healed. The scripture says we were healed. I like what Fred Price says. If you were healed, you are healed. (laughs) Now you may not have the manifestation of it. And I think this is where we... Sometimes people recall from these ideas and some of these scriptures because they say, well, now how in the world could I say that I'm healed when I hurt? Well, you're saying it because the Word said it. It's not a matter of denying what exists. Confessing what God says about you is affirming what God has already decreed to be so. So that's truth. Whether you recognize it as truth or not, it's still truth. And the scriptures over here, as we talked about here in the Old Testament, if you'll hearken diligently, declare far, fast, louder and louder what God has said. Now that's the way faith comes. You see, Paul said in Romans the 10th chapter, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you're not decreeing the promise, then you don't have the faith that's in the promise. Even though you give mental assent to it. You see, you don't have the faith that is in that promise, and I call that faith the divine energy of God. God's Word is filled with faith. Go with me there to Romans, the 10th chapter. I think we ought to read that. Romans chapter 10. In fact, I want to back up and begin reading with verse 1 because Paul is saying something here that I think relates to the whole perspective of what we're saying. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness which is of God. Now, Sometimes people say, well, you know, I just don't understand why God don't heal me because I've done this and I've paid my tithes and I've been good and I've always not been a bad person. I can tell you what one of the problems is with an individual like that, you're under the curse because you're trying to merit favor with God instead of go by faith. You see, now Paul said it, we read it, that if you're trying to go by the law, you're under the curse. Because this was the curse of the law over here. 
And if you don't keep the law, the whole law to the letter, then the curse comes. No man was able to keep it. But Jesus, Jesus was the only man who was able to fulfill the law, walk perfect and upright under it, and fulfill the law. He said, I didn't come to destroy the law, I came to fulfill it. So if you're going to go by the law, you're going to have to keep it all. If you don't, the curses are coming. And when a person begins to say, well, now, you know, God ought to heal me because I've been so good, you're under the curse. You just better plead the mercy of God. (laughs) Plead for the grace and mercy of God. Don't be like the publican saying, I thank God that I'm not as others. And you see, there's a lot of people that way. They feel like because they're good Christians, God owes it to them to heal them. But folks, it's by faith. Now the faith to cause the manifestation of that promise. See, you enter in by faith. The children of Israel entered into the promised land by faith. All the doubters died in the wilderness. And how many of you know the wilderness experience wasn't a blessing, it was a curse. You always got somebody saying, well, you know, God led the children of Israel through the wilderness for 40 years. No, their disobedience led them there. Ask yourself, what would have happened if they'd obeyed God? They'd entered into the promised land. It was their disobedience. The wilderness experience was a curse. It wasn't a blessing. Now listen to what Paul goes on to say here in verse 4. For Christ is an end for the law of righteousness to everyone that believeth. For Moses describeth the righteousness which is of the law, that the man that doeth those things shall live by them. But the righteousness which is of faith speaketh on this wise. Now listen to what the righteousness which is of faith says. Now first he's going to tell you what it wouldn't say. Say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring Christ again from the dead. Do you recognize that? See, we read that over here in Deuteronomy where it said it's not far off, it's not in heaven. This is what Paul is referring to here. He said, the righteousness which is of faith would not say, who will go get Jesus and bring him back on the earth so he could touch me and heal me? or so that he could pray over me. See, how many of you believe if Jesus prayed for you tonight, you'd get healed? Well, now listen to what Paul says. The righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that, but what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. The word of faith. He calls the word of God the word of faith. You know why he calls it the word of faith? Because the Word is filled with faith. Now, if there wasn't any faith in God's Word, you couldn't get any faith by hearing God's Word. Now, faith is what? Faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the divine energy of God. It has been released in His Word. It is there in the Word waiting for you to take that Word, put it in your mouth, and speak it, and then it'll get into your heart. Isn't that what he says? The word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Then he goes on to say that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in thy heart God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you're not careful, you'll miss the meaning of the word salvation here. It's the Greek word sozo. It means deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness. 
You can believe with your heart unto righteousness, but if you want deliverance, preservation, healing, and soundness, you better get your mouth in motion and begin to speak what God said. Get the word in your mouth and you'll get it in your heart. What word? The word of promise. Now, let me show you what Paul is saying. He's saying since Jesus has gone and is seated at the right hand of the Father until his enemies have made his footstool, he says he's not here. So he can't touch you. He can't heal you. He can't manifest himself to you physically with a physical flesh, blood, and bone body like he did as he walked the Sea of Galilee and do the miracles that he did there through his physical flesh, blood, and bone body. So the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say, who will bring Jesus back so we could get healed or our needs would be met? He said the righteousness which is of faith says now that he's ascended to the Father, but he has sent his word. And his word is as close to me as getting it in my mouth and in my heart. And it'll do the same thing as if Jesus were here. That's what Paul's saying. He said the righteousness which is of faith says Jesus doesn't have to come back to do it. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So what we do, we take God's promise, God's word, we proclaim it, we speak it out of our own mouth and we hear it with our own ears. And faith cometh, faith cometh by hearing the word of God. Now, as you read this ninth verse, you recognize readily that this is what he's referring to here because he says, the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and thy heart. It's in your mouth and in your heart. Then he comes on over here in verse 17, says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, where did this word of God come from that he's talking about hearing? It came out of your mouth. See, the context of this whole chapter is that you speak the word of faith. You say what God said. And you hear it coming from your own voice. And it causes faith to come. So the divine energy of God is released inside you to cause the manifestation of the promise that you're speaking. Now that's why it's important to confess God's word and say what God said about it. See, we must believe in the integrity of God's word and believe it enough to say what God said about us. Second Peter chapter 1, the apostle Peter says that God has given unto us all things. Did you know that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness? If it pertains to life and godliness, God's already given it. He's not going to one of these days in the sweet by and by. He's already done it. He has done it through Jesus Christ and the new covenant. This is the New Testament in his blood, sealed with his blood. You just look in the front of this New Testament, it says the New Testament of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know what that means? That's the last will and testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that our book offer this week is book offer number 7507. It's entitled, How You Can Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. A 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. 
Now, let me read you some of the chapter titles in this book. The first one is called The Destroyer. You need to know that Satan is the destroyer. Demons and evil forces are destroyers, not God. God is not the destroyer. Chapter 2 is the tree of life or death. You have the ability to eat of the tree of life in this life, and that is by speaking the things God's Word gives us in His Word. And when you begin to do God's Word, you're partaking of the tree of life. And there is things that will cause death. There is physical death. There is spiritual death. Spiritual death comes by starving the inner man, and spiritual life comes by feeding the inner man. Chapter 3 is the kindling of destroying fire. Chapter 4, those who oppose themselves. There's people that oppose themselves, and Paul talks about it. Sometimes you can't pray and get people out of situations because they've caused the situation. They have opposed themselves in the way they have lived, and they need to change the way they live and repent. The right foundation. We need right foundation. Right and wrong praying or right and wrong thinking. You need this book. It will absolutely transform your prayer life and get you in a position where you can understand how to avoid tragedy. That's offer number 7507. How you can avoid tragedy and live a better life. A 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling. Total of $11. Toll-free auto line is 1-877-396-9400. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.